Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So a lot has been going on over the past few days. The news has been plastered with tragedies that are really unthinkable and have been sparking fear in many of us. So for those of you who don't know, my family and I just moved to El Paso, Texas. We even went shopping at Walmart the night before the tragic shooting. So this tragedy was very triggering for me and it really hit home, as it probably has for many of you. To see people just living their life and then have their life taken from them can cause fear, anxiety, and can be traumatic for many people. So today we're going to discuss what to do with these feelings how to move through life without being overtaken by fear and anxiety, and how to support those who are struggling with this new reality within our society. And so I hope to inspire you to fight the fear. So guys, I had a totally different episode planned for today. But after the news of the mass shooting in the city where I live, I was really shook and I knew that I had to address this immediately. First, before I begin, I want to say my prayers are with the families of those who have been affected by these horrific events that have taken place. We are praying for you. So again, for those of you who don't know, I'm a military spouse. And over the past few very long weeks, my family and I have moved across the country from Maryland to El Paso, Texas. We had a long drive here. We're finally getting settled in. I don't even know how y'all begin episodes because your girl has been busy unpacking, still seeing clients and put on these episodes for y'all. I guess it's because I love you, but we're still getting settled in. And so far, it has really been a really good experience here. And we met some really great people. So to get up on Saturday morning and have our phones going off and our TVs blasting alarms about an active shooter at a store that's only 30 minutes away from our house was truly shocking. After watching the news and seeing the videos of people laying on the ground shot and others hiding while hearing gunshots in the background, it really made me emotional. Yes, therapists are humans. We have emotions too. And as I watched the news, all these thoughts of sadness for the victims and their families really just swirled in my head. But I also had feelings of being able to relate to those who were hiding and afraid and waiting to see what their fate was going to be. I know how that feels. My family knows how it feels to be frantic and waiting to see if your loved one is okay or not. If you've listened to episode 22, then you know that I've had my own traumatic experience and seeing this traumatic experience that others are going through can be triggering. This is why when I mentioned dealing with trauma, I use the word overcoming. It is always a process. You never just get over something traumatic that you go through. You never just forget those memories, but you become better at handling it, handling those thoughts and emotions 
when the anxiety arises or when you are triggered. So before I could write this episode and record it, another shooting occurred in Ohio. And I got on social media and I kept seeing the words fear and afraid from everyone. People are unsure. People are worried. People are anxious and afraid. People are fearful because things are happening and we don't feel in control of what is happening. So what do we do with these feelings and emotions and how do we not let it paralyze us? Well, the first step is to acknowledge your feelings. Guys, this is crucial to the process. Now, for many people, they aren't phased by what happens. Too often, people see these types of things happening and they just brush it off as another incident. And they've seen it so much that they really don't think much about it. They've become desensitized to it, which isn't healthy. But if you feel something, if you've been triggered, you must acknowledge it. You can talk to someone about it or you can at least acknowledge to yourself that you feel some type of way. Take some time to really sit and figure out what emotions you are feeling and why. Talk to your friends, your support system about what you are feeling. Don't be afraid to share that you're nervous or anxious because of what is happening. You cannot address what you don't acknowledge. And others can't help you if you never tell them what's on your mind. This is a tough step for many people because they feel like acknowledging the emotion is weak. This is why you have so many people who turn to alcohol, drugs, sex, food, and other things in order to cope. You've got to acknowledge how you feel. I had to be honest. On Saturday, I had to admit to myself how I was feeling. Then I went to my support. I went to my husband and said, I'm feeling really anxious today. All of this has been triggering to me. And from there, I was able to process my feelings and then move forward. How have you been handling what you've been seeing? Please don't think that just constantly seeing stuff like this happen is not affecting you. How have you acknowledged that you feel some type of way about what is going on in society? Whether you are feeling anger, sadness, frustration, confusion, fear, or anxiety, you have to admit to it and then you can commit to working through it. So if you acknowledge your feeling and realize that you are feeling anxious, I just want to give you a couple of things that you can do in that moment to calm yourself. The first thing you can do is to take deep breaths. I don't think we realize how much we don't breathe. We go through the day taking these short little sips of breaths. But if you really take the time to breathe in deeply and breathe out deeply, it can really, really help calm you. Next, you can recite your mantra. Whatever it is that you use to say to yourself to keep fear at bay, try reciting it. You can go for a walk to clear your mind. Go outside and be in nature. You can also do what we call grounding, which is focusing on what's around you. Focus on your senses to help take your mind off of your trigger for a while. So if anxiety begins to arise, try a couple of those things and see if it helps bring you down in the moment. Now, before I talk about what to do after you've acknowledged these emotions, I want to tell you how you can support someone who is feeling anxious and worried, and you may not be. Be sure to ask your friends and family if they are okay. Talk to your kids. Have conversations about what's going on. Silence solves nothing. So try to have open and honest conversations about what's happening. Now, here are a few things that I don't want you to do and that I do not recommend, okay? Please don't say things to make others feel as if something is wrong with them for being emotional. Don't say things like get over it or you didn't know them, so why do you care? 
Or don't say things like, that happened so long ago. Why are you still dealing with that? Guys, I know these sounds like common sense things, but I promise you, common sense is not that common. Sometimes when people can't relate to others, they can become insensitive and have a hard time empathizing. And lastly, if you aren't sure what to say, just listen. Don't say anything, but make others feel comfortable enough to talk to you about their feelings. Sometimes a listening ear can be more helpful than giving advice. So after you've acknowledged your feelings, you then have to determine what you're going to do about it. When stuff like this typically happens, it triggers a panic and fear response in people. When my mom found out about the shooting, her response to me was, stay in the house. (laughs) Now, I know she meant well, and she's just looking out for my well-being, of course. But many of us, we have that flight mentality when something like this happens. Fear takes over us, and we just want to stay inside. I can't go to Walmart anymore. I can't go to the movies anymore. I can't go downtown anymore, and so on. But guys, I'm here to challenge you today. And I want to ask you, what kind of life is that? If you let fear win, then you've let the terrorist win. That was their goal, to provoke fear in us. But you must fight it. You have to fight the desire to live in a bubble and never come out. Here's the hard truth. You are obligated to fight the fear. Yes, it is your responsibility to do so. If you don't fight it, what kind of life will you live? What kind of life will your family live? If you decide, you know what? That's it for me in public places. I'm done because I can't trust anybody. Think about how limiting your future will be. Think about how limiting the future of those to come after you will be. I'll use myself for an example. If I would have let my traumatic experience keep me stuck in the house, afraid to go outside and afraid to be by myself, what would my life look like? I'm sure I wouldn't be where I am today because the fear would have kept me from doing the things necessary to live this life. I've explained in past episodes that the main way to overcome anxiety and fear are to do it anyway. Do that thing that you're afraid of so that you can prove to yourself that you can handle it. The same rule applies here. Don't stay home. Don't plant the seed of fear into your children and stay inside. Be smart and aware, of course, but don't shrink yourself. Live your life. Remember that you are setting an example as there are many people who are looking at you. You are a leader, whether you know it or not. You have a responsibility to those who depend on you to try and continue to overcome your fear and anxiety every day. So acknowledge what you feel, but push through anyway. Guys, I cannot imagine what the families of these victims are going through. But my prayer for them is that they live. Not that they forget their loved ones or they move on past them and they forget what happened, but that they reverence their loved ones every day by living that they wake up every day and choose to go out and be a beacon of strength in the world guys we have to fight this fear there is so much in the world that we cannot control all we can do is control how we respond and I'm asking you to fight the fear to live your life with purpose and to be kind to one another So I hope that you feel inspired to get in tune with your feelings during this tragic time, to support others as they work to process their emotions, and to push past the fear by living your life to the fullest. Make the best of the time that you have, because it truly is a blessing. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. 
All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. If you know someone or if you yourself need to talk to someone about this, please go find a counselor. There are many in different areas who are providing services for this type of event. I also provide services myself. Visit the website inspiringwomenweekly.com or mclormanswellness.com to see how to work with me. Talk to somebody, guys. Don't hold this stuff in. We can push through and overcome together. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.